0: Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Sarah Frazier.
1: Hi, David Yanty. Good morning. Good morning, my love. Live from New York.
0: Live from New York. I just landed at 5 a.m. Again, guys, guess (sighs) what? It's going to echo until the designers design. So just deal with the echo. I'm sitting in an empty pad in like, honey, there's nothing here. I sleep on an air mattress. Are just you doing land.
1: Custom, Are you doing custom order? Like, are you a custom order design queen? Like, do you custom order the rugs and the sofa fabric? Or do you do like a restoration hardware buy and delivery and then just have a designer set it?
0: I have a vision, like all of a sudden the designers are showing things and everyone's like, oh my God. I'm like, look, are they pulling it all together? Yes. Are they finding pieces for me to choose? Yes. A bunch of it custom design. Yes. Is the overall vision of the color scheme and the looks and everything mine? Yes. So when this is done, I'm going to Melissa Gorga the fuck out of it. We're going to do a before with me sitting here on the floor recording this with this echo. And then we're going to do an after. We're not going to do it a hundred times like Melissa Gorga and show every detail. We're going to do it once and we're going to move on. But the Central Park view is great, but it is. So, yeah, we do a little custom design, honey. Listen, let me tell you something. I like to do everything in life once. Like, let's do it right. And let's never fucking do it again. Okay. Oh, really? You You want to buy? You you don't want to buy that Louis Vuitton bag today? Well, guess what? It's going to sell out. So either you get it today or shit or get off the pot. Just get it, do it right and move on with your life.
1: Well, that is I know. true. This and sounds like buy... I'm very
0: out of touch with reality.
1: No, but if you buy quality things in lots of instances, such as a high-end handbag, you'll have it for life. I mean, I have my first Louis, you know, and she's still a going and she's still a classic. Um, sure. Meanwhile, I have not bought another Louis. But, you know, it's still relevant. It's still relevant. L-
0: so- honey, Louis Vuitton it does not go out of style. It
1: doesn't. It never S- does.
0: I need to call my friend, the Countess, and tell her this. Louis Vuitton does not make mistakes, Luanne.
1: Speaking of Luann, what did you make of her? You know, they TMZ caught her coming out of a, a rehearsal, I think, in New York, and they asked her about Joe Bradley and her chemistry. And she goes, Oh, yeah, we, we definitely have chemistry. And they said, If Joe didn't have a girlfriend, would you hit on him? She goes, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, we'd be it would be happening. I'm a bit of a cougar. I mean, if this were you, would, like, do you think Joe Bradley's girlfriend is intimidated? I feel a little intimidated by Luann. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think Joe could leave that chickies with for Luann.
0: Miss Danielle Oliveira. Um yeah,
1: thank you. I love it. And Luanne didn't know her name either. She she goes they go um you know Joe's girlfriend. She goes, "Oh yes, we love um we love Joe's girlfriend." Uh <laughs> what doing? Uh, wh- she, and the woman goes, "Oh Danielle." "Yes, Danielle."
0: Summer House is Danielle on the That that's the one. Love. Listen, Lou is Love a busy Lou. Lou is a busy woman. Um, look, Joe Bradley, I think, is really fucking hot. Hot, hot, hot. I think Lou would bed him down and she would never realize, you know, she would just be like, wow, wow, wow. She never um
1: leaves. And she'd never leave the bed, darling. Never leave.
0: She would never leave the bed. Um. Yeah, she would never leave the bed. She also came out of that and said um, that uh, she... Tr- Here's the thing. She tried to play coy to this ridiculous rumor, which is not true, about her and Sonya and Dorinda being mixed in with the new Roni cast, which... Is not real. Aaron Leachy just confirmed that it's not real, but it was never real. And Lou, I think, tried to play like coy. How can I say this, Dirty Lou? Dirty Lou, because you know it's 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 kind of like what's the word? It's kind of like a Dirty Lou. Journey Lou, it's kind of well, like, uh, you, um, it, like, come uh,
1: on. if you're in this business, it's I believe it's a little bit the Kyle Morgan effect to some degree. while now I do not believe that they have had a lesbian relationship. It changes by the week. I know, guys. I think that they were happy, including to some degree Morgan, to let these rumors one run wild because it's good for everyone. It's good for the agency for Mo. It's good for Kyle on r h o b h. It's good for Morgan's career because we stand by. No, the public did not know who Morgan Wade was until she was entangled in this. Lou knows the game. Leaving the rumor out there that Lou and Sonia Rita and Dorinda could be coming back is great. It's great. I agree. It's not happening. Erin was on a podcast. She said, no, there's not a chance. It would be so weird. And she's right. She's right. Those women wouldn't mesh with this new era. And I guess I'm the only one, but I like the current cast of Roni. I hear they're all coming back. I want to see, I want to give my girl Jenna Lyons one more shot to be the boss babe that Jenna is.
0: Well, you've said some things correct here today. They are all coming back. Um, You know, you're not the only one. I don't not like the new Roni. I like the new Roni. It was lovely and (laughs) it was lovely. Yeah. Like, I mean, I look at here's the thing that I think. We need to remember Salt Lake City, the first season was good, but we didn't know Meredith. We didn't know Whitney. Like we really got to know these people in season two. So this cast will have, I think, real drama and they're not going to have a Jen Shaw and a reality volunteers. But I think that by the end of season two, we're gonna get dirty and it's not just gonna be about catch and, and and cheese in first class anymore.
1: You know what I mean? I could not agree more. I hope that season two brings it. Um and I love our Rony girls. Um, can we move on though to the biggest story I think that's been out there in two Talk weeks, quite it. frankly? are the Queen, Kennedy Burris, leaving RHOA. You know, you're you are so good knowing le- knowing behind the scenes of these situations. If it's about money, if it's about control, if it's about you weren't giving me a good edit, if it's about, you know, I obviously already said money. Um, but Candy Burris announced in the past week that she is not returning to RHOA. There was one to two real sticking points in the contract they could not come to an agreement on. So she took this as her opportunity to step away. She will still be working with the Bravo family because I believe, is it Old Lady Gang and some other shows, I, I guess are on, I think she's had a competition show, Um, has a great relationship with NBC, she says, which I believe, I, be- I think NBC loves her. I think Andy Cohen loves her um what do you make of this who do you think will be back on rhoa now Um, i
0: i just reissued my chat with candy from two years ago because i wanted to give my i I think it's an interesting chat anyway like i mean i yeah i loved candy i have to say and i said this during this chat at the beginning like i really Like, look, I was, of course, excited to interview Candy, but I wasn't, like, I was excited because it was Candy, but I was like, this is just going to be, like, media, media, media. She's going to give me all, I mean, Candy, don't get dirty. She's going to give me all the media answers. No, no, no. I felt she was so real, authentic. I felt she answered every question. There was no slant of like, let me not say this. Let me not say that. I thought she was so, I was so pleasantly surprised with my interview with her. Not that I didn't want to interview her. I just really thought that it was going to be more of like a watered down, like, you know, like, oh, everyone's great and life is great. You know, Candy, life is not great, okay? There's a lot going on here. But so she was great. Look, I think that all of that is true. I think, look, Andy loves her. Did you see Andy send off of her? The wait is over. That's right. A season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu.
1: This summer, the world must answer one question Why has no one made a popsicle?
0: February is the month of love. And you know what I love? Taking care of my skin. You know, the problem is most skincare routines only deliver superficial results. And that's why I only use one skin one skin's proprietary os1 peptide is the first ingredient scientifically proven to reverse the skin's biological age by up to 50 percent now there's all sorts of science behind how that works they have RD people but i really personally they reverse the skin's biological age so that's all i need to hear i've noticed younger looking skin i've noticed fewer lines and fewer wrinkles. Hello? So listen, One Skin is more than skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code velvet at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code velvet. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with one skin.
1: Oh my God, she's the goat. She's the greatest of all time. We love, yeah, I mean, and you, I think you got this out of Candy or maybe you had always revealed this, but one of the reasons Andy loves Candy so much is she's never once asked for an edit, ever. She's never bitched about, you portrayed me like this. You did. Candy goes to work she, I, I, look, I've, I've been a huge fan of candy. Again, I want these women. This is like, I I, I guess once I reach the candy's level, maybe I'll know the secret to this. I always want these women to just sashay to almost a shark tank like show where they help oh. businesses and teach you the secrets because candy to me, I just think she's outgrown it. She's been, she's made Todd so successful. And I know Todd was a successful cameraman prior, but She's such a brand. She's not so, a I several million
0: dollars, twenty million dollars worth cameraman.
1: Really? Correct, correct. It wasn't a twenty million dollar cameraman until Candy came along.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I don't. You want? I want something more mature from these women. It's the same with Bethany. I always say and you know it's hard to get your own show bethany should have been on cnbc is that what it is but she tried,
0: tried all him. that shit she no, tried that with mr kevin. Oh no
1: ditch fucking kevin no this oh, is the bomb. i
0: see
1: get rid of kevin she should have had a talk show style where she was bringing on investors stock people it was almost like bar rescue giving him tough love slash larry king do you want show.
0: her to do like a Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. She wanted her to do like a t- Tabitha Salon takeover, t- Tabitha's takeover. Yeah, but,
1: but like with with like real businesses and then mix it up with like market stuff. But And stop talking about yourself. You can mix in an antidote here and there. But it's what David Yontev taught me when you do interviews. Nobody fucking wants to hear about the host. They want to hear about your guest. Bethany cannot shut the fuck up. You know, if she could, she would have a rock star TV show. I want that show at, I mean, it could it could run at one in the morning. I want her going to hear a, a business, evaluate, not with Kevin O'Leary. No one gives a shit about Kevin. You are, Bethany is the star and let her do what she does best, which is business and this lack of emotion because she grew up with terrible parents. Lean into that. She, but we cannot, you know, she can't, she cuts her nose off, spite her face. And then we have to listen to all this foolishness about I'm so rich and I know billionaires and David, uh, Dave, um, do this or whatever. It's like, no, go in and actually help people, give people your knowledge and then shake them when they won't take it until they get it. And then let's follow up. Can the Bethany magic work? But, you know, she can't look probably nobody would give her that show. And, you know, no, like. I just I but that's where we want to see her. That's where I want to see candy. I love candy. It's like Kris Jenner. I don't care about the Jenners anymore, unless like Excuse if Kim me? and Chris were like, if Kim and Chris were doing a business show and a marketing show and showing you that I would watch. That's compelling. I'd watch I watch
0: every second of what Kim Kardashian would teach me about marketing. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: And I know they don't want to give away their playbook because that's why they're billionaires. But now you've done it. You You're a billionaire. Bethany, you're, you're worth $200 million. Like, okay, stop this, this foolishness of trying to be a wannabe housewife and lean into, I'm already a $200 millionaire or 200 worth 200 million. I'm going to do really how
0: much she apparently is
1: worth these days. I don't know. I don't care. Even if it's worth 50 million, she's worth more than 98% of the people in our country. That's true. Lean into that. You don't have to be a, you don't have to be more Cuban. I mean, she could have one hell of a YouTube show, of a TikTok show, of a, uh, you know, and you could produce it cheap. I mean, Bethany, call me. I know I've said nasty things about you, but I would help you. She wouldn't take my advice. But anyway.
0: I agree with all of that. She's not going to call you. You have said horrible things about her. Um, call her anyway, Bethany, and she won't take your advice. You are absolutely right. No, um, okay, thank you for the morning rant. I I understand what you are saying about Miss Frankel. Um. Yeah, she, listen, yes, I did teach you this. When you are the host, like I was invited to the press day. We just had a press day in New York this past week for the traders. Now I personally don't get much out of a press day. It's like, I have to know, like, look, if I can take all the little snippets and put it together here for people for a show, I don't need to go fucking float my ego on some red carpet talking to like Sheree unless it's like on the damn podcast here for everyone here. The point is, uh, when I was putzing around on fucking Instagram, these interviews from these, these p- people that did it, we don't need to mention anyone in particular, I was listening to some of these people and I'm like, oh my God, shut Up, shut up. Nobody cares about you bonding with the fucking person you're interviewing. That is what I taught you. That is what I teach everyone when you interview. Ask the question and shut the fuck up. Be okay with uncomfortable silence. If the pause is nine minutes, let it be nine fucking minutes. Give them a rope and let them hang themselves. Nobody cares about the host including myself. Nobody cares about me when I'm doing a fucking interview. Shut up, David, and get the housewife to answer. Nobody cares if you had the same fucking experience. Thank you. (laughs) We're both on rants today.
1: So... We got off on this tangent. Why do you Jeez. think Candy is leaving RHOA? What do you think the real story is? Look,
0: I think all of the above, I really do think she left on her own. Everyone go and listen to my reissue with Candy last week. I think she left on her own. She was the highest paid housewife at 2.8 million. I think, you know, she's also said, like, look, we don't know anything, and you let us dangle out here, and other opportunities came along. I don't think Candy was fired. I mean, look, there there's a contractual thing that could break down where they say, you're not getting a raise. You can come back for 2.8 million. And she's like, where's my raise? I don't really think, I think it was like everything, but I really do think she left on her own. I think it was time. So like it could have been mutual, but I think they would have worked it out, but it certainly frees up a shitload of money to hire three people that could be considered superstars, right?
1: So you believe that it was overpay. That was the the only thing.
0: I, but I really do believe that she wanted to go and that they are lingering out there and nothing has happened. And I really do, for all my time oh no, that, I mean, Monica Garcia, left on her own. She needs to cool off. You fired the bitch. Dorinda's on pause. You fired that bitch too. Uh, Brandy Glenn, you know, whatever it is, you fired them. I believe that Candy is in the rare category of someone who's like, peace out. I have other opportunities. I'm leaving. She's in such good graces with Bravo. And yeah, I just, I think she left on her own. I just think it's like it frees up a ton of money and it look like RHOA to me is in the toilet and it frees up. By the way, can I just say there is no truth as of today of recording this. Now, when you all hear this next week, I can't tell you what's going to happen in the next seven days, but there is no truth to these rumors that Portia Williams is 100% coming back to RHOA. That's not true as of today. I don't even think it's going to happen. I think people just make things
1: up. It's Phaedra coming back?
0: That's not even really on the table. I mean, it could be, but that's not really likely to happen. I think now is the time, right? Candy's gone. She said she would never work with Phaedra. She's killing it on the traders. Why not bring her back? You know, and like, look, it's an ensemble show and, and, you know, it's, do you know what I mean? Like she, you can't. I don't know. Like, I just. I don't know. I don't. Does bringing these people back work? Like, was Roni Girls Trip a huge success? Is the OC what? a huge success with Tamra and Heather
1: back? No. I mean, does this say that? No. We know that for a fact. The, the ratings were unremarkable, and the discussion about it was unremarkable. The only um, the huge hits that they have, obviously. Beverly Hills is so big because you have you have actual wealth, right? I mean, you have spent in getting $300,000 a month, Dolly. I you know mean- what
0: didn't work for me about Roni? The problem for me is, and this is why I know you don't agree, and a lot of people agree with you. It's why Vanderpump works for me. It's why Southern Charm this past season I thought was so great. Even Summer House. It's like the younger kids, and I mean, I don't know what world time, and then I'm calling these 40-year-olds kids, but it's real, like Kyle and Carl and Danielle, and um, they all hang out in the real world. Same thing with the Vander kids. Shep Ch- and Craig, and I mean, they're all in each other's lives. It didn't connect, for me, with New York, because these are not people that are friends. Like, that's why Salt Lake works. Like, I wish, like, you couldn't find... A group I mean, they look, they tried the rumor was they couldn't find a diverse group, a group diverse enough, like. We're not going to have a bunch of, you know, the Hills and Laguna Beach white chips from the Upper East Side running around on the new Roni. So, I mean, here we are, we cast it, but like, I just, that's what you need to find for reality. That's why like selling Sunset, it's like, okay, like that's not exactly all, but at least it's like an office and do the people really work there and who knows, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the
1: problem that I had with Roni. Brilliant. I did a rant about Justin Timberlake and fake drama, and we see this fake drama in in the podcasting space to some degree. It doesn't work. People are craving authenticity. It's why Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman were the most talked about, with the exception of Jay-Z's speech, moment at the Grammys. People can sense the inauthenticity. I think it's the problem with RHOBH. The reality is Candy Gal doesn't really, she ain't friends with any of them. You know, R-H-O-P? Cand- oh, sorry, R-H-O-P. What did it's I say? Okay. R-H-O-P. Well, everyone, a
0: lot of people are calling for R-H-O-P to go to the graveyard like Dallas. A lot of people have been slipping into my DMs and saying that they wanted it a- a- gone.
1: Candy came on my show and told this story, and I'm sure she's told it again. You know, Candace watched the show and just knew in her gut she was meant to be on it. She wasn't friends with any of them. And she and I love a manifestation story. She made it happen. But there's no I I, there is Giselle and Robin. Yes. Genuine friends. I'm not even sure Karen Huger is that good of friends with any of them anymore. The professor and Candy, I think, have made a friendship out of necessity i'm not sure how good friends they really are they're
0: exchanging niceties on twitter and chris is getting blown by eddie these days and
1: well they're trying i think they're trying right but i mean i do not believe those are the real friends that candace and chris hang with in the dmv giselle and robin i don't know who giselle and robin's real friends are I think Ashley who are, are so
0: Dorit Kemsley's real friends. Cause she's so hurt. She's hurt that her real friend, Kyle is, is ignoring her. And she said that was the hardest thing at the reunion. And she's but hurt that her friend is like dropped her. Well, Kyle hangs out with the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. And she hangs out with, with, you know, um, Morgan Wade, that's right. Don't you be talking about my friend Kyle now. That is my, my friend. Yeah, um, is that you? yeah, that's her. I mean, so like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dorit, Kyle is not your fucking friend, as my friend Catherine Edwards always says every time she's here. Like, so who, who are Dorit's real friends? Like, you do see Kyle in the real world with actual friends. And you know who you do see? I mean, I know she has lost her 14 friends, but when Crystal posts, Crystal post pictures, there might be a housewife or two worked in there, but she has real people. Joey no never posts anything with a real person.
1: I would rather have Crystal's friends, which Bill Burr's wife, the comic, um Nia, I think yeah. it's a different last name than Bill. She I want her on. I want her on. She's the one that she kind of went viral. Yeah. in fight. She gave Trump the middle finger and people. Uh, oh, and I'm I sure, know she you know, that. our fans have mixed reviews about that. Regardless of that, I yes, think. Yes, they do,
0: darling. Yes, they do. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, we're.
0: <laughs> Some of I, our fans are conservative, babes.
1: I've got an unpopular opinion and I don't give okay. a fuck. I don't, think, I don't care who neither. you vote for. Sorry. I don't I, care. Me I don't.
0: I don't I, care. I could care less. Same here. I I literally oh, don't care.
1: Go vote i don't Do not you
0: treat me well? For... Do you, are you my friend? That's all I need to know. Anyhow. Will um, you come we, on my podcast if you're a housewife? That's not like and if not, I, I, I don't want to talk to you. Go on.
1: Anyhow, Nia would be fabulous. That's a real friend. And don't you want to see? I want to see what it's like being a comics wife. Bill and Nia have two children. They're Beverly Hills, baby. I mean, he's a very, he's made a lot of money in this business. Beverly Hills. She,
0: she, she, let's recast Beverly Hills. Let's recast Beverly Hills, babe. Bring
1: back the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. I'm with you. I think these shows, unfortunately, they lack authenticity and people can feel it. And I think it's the same with RHOA. I don't believe Candy was really friends with a lot of these women. Candy showed up. She got the bag.
0: February is the month of love, and ladies, is there anything you love more than a comfortable bra? I would think not. And that's why I need to tell you about Honey Love, because they have revolutionized the bra game. I got my good friend Jill from college a Honey Love bra for Valentine's Day. Who knew in college that I would be so obsessed with her breasts? But here we are, many years later. With Honey Love, you could say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Their best-selling crossover bra, that's the one I got Jill, is so comfortable that it will be your new go-to. For a more relaxed lounge bra, I highly recommend their V-bra. It's designed to lift and separate with molded cups. And it's not a shelf-like bra that creates that awful uni-boob effect. I hate that. Treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash velvet. After you purchase, we'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to honeylove because you deserve it.
1: You know, they're not. They're not. And they're this pre-
0: Porsche the thing, thing is not out. a real, It's it's floating around. Could it happen? Sure. But I mean, it is just a gross negligence today, a week before people are listening to this, that people are reading on certain blogs and truly are now saying that Porsche has signed. That is ludicrous. That's as ludicrous as the thing that existed for a week about Luann and Sonia and and, uh, whatever, Dorinda coming back. It's like, I think people just want things to happen and they put it out there and then other bloggers get so excited and run with it because like they can see it happening and they want it to happen. We just skip over the fact of like, that's not true. Portia is not signed to come back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta as of today.
1: Hmm.
0: She may not even be in conversations as far as I'm
1: concerned. Can we, while we're sort of staying in the RHOB Spear. Can you talk to me? Where Where do you think things are at? Kyle's been doing a lot of press. She was on Access Hollywood. She says she and Mo haven't really lived under the same roof now for the past three or four months. She stands by. She and and, and Morgan, you have to do your Morgan impression. She says she Our and friends. Morgan are just friends and if Morgan didn't have so many tattoos up her neck, on her, all over her hands and her sleeves, no one would care. But Miss why, well,
0: why would no one care so i don't understand so why
1: well it's a stereotype is it because
0: i'm a lesbian yeah i prefer women
1: it, it's a lesbian stereotype
0: i don't prefer men i'm gonna be honest with you i don't want no dick i don't want no dick I, in my bed i'm morgan Wade guys you've asked for me back and sarah has summoned me to the pocket i don't
1: want a dick sarah Morgan, I, I think we know that you are you ain't into the fellas there. And
0: so I don't understand just because I got some ink on my body parts. They think yes. that what? Like I'm a I'm a scary woman. I don't understand. Correct.
1: Kyle thinks that because Morgan, I think in people's minds, has a more, let's see, um pronounced lesbian look, if you will, that that is the interest, Morgan.
0: So let me just understand a few things here. So I have some other lesbian friends. Um, there's a girl down. I mean, I sometimes I come to Beverly Hills, even though I live down in another part of the country. Um, there's a woman named Portia DeRonseye. I have a pronunciation problem with some of these fancy names, but a Portia DeRonsey, she dates Correct. that other comedian woman chick.
1: If Portia and Kyle Richards, this is Kyle Richards' point. We're besties. That Portia was on that,
0: Ally McBeal. That was a nice little show that the Fox Network put out with that Callista Flycock. Go on, Sarah.
1: Well, that's just the thing, right? If if Morgan was a lesbian that looked like Portia, no one would be making a fuss. But because- Well, that's what Kyle says.
0: Well, let me ask you this. We had um, Kyle's, I guess, ex-friend- that Rich the, the not a related Richards sister, but that other Richards girl. She was in the bonds cramp. That's oh, not Denise. a Denise. Well, didn't she diddle around with that other girl who's kicked off the network and banned? Didn't they diddle and daddle? And everyone really? seemed to Yeah, that Brandy the, the, didn't they diddle and daddle those two? And everyone saw thought that. And there, I mean Denise is more of a Porsche than she is a Um, a Morgan
1: like me, no, I don't see no tattoos on her. That was it for poor Denise. Uh, that lesbian expose really Denise, Denise had forgot to tell Aaron about that one. And unfortunately, Denise knew if she wanted to save her relationship with Aaron, we were going to have to leave the show. (laughs)
0: Listen, ladies, if you go and you diddle and you dantle, you always got to tell the guy, you know, that you're with, if you want to, honesty is the best policy Do ask and do tell, my friends. Do ask and do tell.
1: Right? Uh, uh, Speaking speaking (laughs) of Brandy, Morgan, it is always great to see you. Um,
0: You're welcome. And I just want to say one more thing. I posted on my social medias. I never did the social media, but Kyle... She tells me to get it out there. So I posted she came to my show in Tennessee, one of my hometowns where I feel really comfortable, eating some chickens and some grits. And uh, I posted on my social media that I'm not mad at Kyle and Kyle ain't mad at me. So check out my social media. She did post. Thank you, Morgan. We'll see you soon. She did post. uh, Love you,
1: Morgan. Love you, Morgan. Love you.
0: That she, um, her and Kyle are fine. It's all just... Has anyone else had major drama in hiring for their business out there? How great does it feel to finally find the right qualified candidate and close out a job search? But what if I told you, get rid of the job search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is a great matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. I was able to hire the last ad sales rep that I hired within such a short period of time. Before Indeed, this would have taken me days and weeks, sometimes even months. Do you know that in the minute I've basically just been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed according to Indeed data worldwide, 23 hires. Right now, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsor job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to indeed.com slash velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash velvet terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed (sighs) i'm just so these are just i'm so sick of it and then kyle likes did you see this she liked who was it that posted about micro cheating we have a new term let's all put our woke let's let's put our woke hats on because we have new terms here today people um what is this micro cheating?
1: Is micro cheating? cheating in the woke department. Uh
0: because <laughs> micro- <laughs> I, I actually agree with everything they said about micro cheating. I'm actually all for the definition of micro cheating. But where did that come? Like where what page was that on?
1: Well, micro cheating isn't emotional cheating, it's not physical cheating, it's just these little moments, which Kyle has said that that Mo does, which it's following sexy Instagram models, it's liking their their, you know, sexy poses. Like if Megan
0: Fox said, Feeling awake this morning, and Mo said, "Like, nice." Ooh, I feel it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
1: That's that's micro cheating, you that's know. Uh, cheating. Sliding in someone's DMs just to say you're looking good, girl. Like. That's I'm like married. a micro
0: slash macro. <laughs> That's a micro macro cheating. That's I'm going to call that micro. Uh, hi, I'm slipping into your DMs. I just well, want to you- say I'm married, so I'm not interested. But you look really hot. And I mean, if you just took that bathing suit off, I think all that looks so tight on you, girl. That seems like more of like a macro cheating to me. But go on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Sorry.
1: I. No, I, I, yeah, I think when you're married and you're high profile, you have to be really careful. I mean, it is one of the things I love about my husband is he does not have social media, and it's oh. so, it's really nice. I mean, it is one less worry. Um, I, and-
0: was, I have friends without social media; they are the happiest.
1: Oh, he, my husband's evil. great. I know. I know. You, no
0: one believes me. I'm gone. I'm gone when this podcast ends. I mean. I guess I'll keep a closed Instagram for everyone that's listened to this podcast, but I'm probably going to vanish from public, like social media. You'll never see me. You'll never see me post again. I like, actually it's, I'm not interested in it. It's a business tool. I literally, I don't, I don't like it, but wait, so what webpage did she, who was talking about? Cause Kyle liked something, right? Like she had a thumbs up or something to say, Oh, I I understand
1: just somebody that i don't know if they're like a psychologist or expert or something and she like what
0: she said "Yeah, yeah i agree so everyone's now reading into that that like look i think it's just there's does anyone see any chemistry at all between kyle and mauricio someone should go back and watch seasons one through 12 and and see if now that you watch this with a different eye like Were the signs always there for 12 seasons that these two were so fucking disconnected? Like, is the joke on us? Did we not observe correctly?
1: That's a good point. That's a good thing. I didn't, um, I didn't think about that. There's no chemistry now. There's no, there's there. there, She almost seems like she could throw up looking at him, speaking to him. It is very cold. Very, very cold. So that's the thing now.
0: I'm not into anyone's bedroom, but just like, oh, picture not it. no, they're not like, this and- is how people get divorced. Like you truly just look at the person and you're like, the thought of it, like I'm horny, but the thought of it, because I hate you as a person, or I just am not into you anymore after 20 se- you can't go and have sex with that. I know there's hate sex and all that, but you just... Doesn't work that way when you're just yeah. They seem totally like disgusted with each other, disgusted.
1: And uh, personally, I think it's a not a great sign if they've been separated since June of 2023, July, and now they haven't lived together. Now, my couples therapist says that lots of times couples move out. And they work on it and they move back in and you can be stronger than ever. My, my couples therapist also says cheating can save relationships. So I, you know, but I, I think looking at them, there is no, no, I think they're done. I think they're figuring out how to untangle things, doing what's best for their daughters. And, you know, you and I've talked about this. A lot of couples have arrangements till their kids are out of high school. And I, I don't think that ever works. I don't know why they wait, but maybe it's just easier To get Portia through high school and then separate. But I I, I don't think that they're coming back.
0: I would agree with you on all of that. I don't think they're ever coming back. It's Beverly Hills. I really don't think it has anything to do with Morgan. It's over. It's just over. I do
1: kind of think Kyle's a lesbian, though. You do? Don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. She definitely... I know a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who leave in divorce husbands of 20 years and are... Lesbians, yeah, I do. I do. Speaking of lesbians, for I think that, yeah, I think no,
0: they, I mean, I, in retrospect, I could see it not to stereotype, but a color goes to be a little bit of you know dipping in the lady pond vibe, and I could see that like full time for her. Yeah, I mean, hundred
1: percent. speculation. Go on, because then I want to ask you about Brandy Glanville.
0: Okay, well then let's. I was just going to talk about the looks from. uh the looks from, we have, I mean, God, we're going to have to do a whole nother show. Um, we didn't talk about Candace Dillard and uh, her lawsuit is, you know, Michael Darby is dropped.
1: Can we please bring Michael Darby back? I miss Michael Darby.
0: I miss Michael Darby. Okay, let's talk about Brandy Glanville for a minute, though, since that's well, really important.
1: Have you watched your OnlyFans? She's on OnlyFans. I mean, do you, do you believe yeah. I, this is where I need, see, Bethany needs to counsel her. Like, I want real numbers. How much money does Brandy Glanville have left in her bank account?
0: Well, she says for six months because of Carolyn Manzo and Carolyn basically ruined her life. Um, she had earned no money at all and that, um, that uh, she had to turn to OnlyFans.
1: I, I wonder if she's made any money. Um, and she said it's
0: feet. On. She said it's feet pictures because her face was busted. I mean, these are her words, basically, not mine.
1: And I guess that's how she supported herself as a living. I don't know. It's so, it, it, why do you think that she's taken this so personal? Like, why do you think Brandy's been so emotionally affected? Just, I mean, to me, I actually feel really bad for Brandy. Like, I think Brandy just oh, thought man. this was a flirty, fun joke. And and now, like, her life is seems, I want to give Brandy a hug. I, I feel like.
0: She, I loved having her on this podcast. She's never coming back to Bravo. So, I mean, we already established that. Vicky just said, I mean, the brilliance of Victoria Gumbelson, um, that we're never going to see this season of uh, Girls Trip. I mean, okay, Vicky, we... Have been saying that for nine months now, like get with the program. Um, I do feel bad for her. I have not checked out her OnlyFans. I will check out her OnlyFans. Look, I mean, I had Courtney Tillia, one of my great interviews. I loved her, just had her on this year. She was a school teacher making forty-seven thousand dollars. She would have gotten her pension, I think, in 20 years for a hundred thousand or whatever it was. And she makes one million dollars a year on OnlyFans. So I am all of I them. Mean, she shows, I think, a little more than her feet, but love Courtney. Tell you shout out to Courtney. Listen to that interview. Love her. Um, I see. I don't shame or anything. Go for it, Brandy. But, right, like, just go for it. Make make the money. But it is, I feel bad for her, too. I do.
1: I just think she's so physically impacted by this. And I, I just feel like when somebody has a reaction like that, they're not guilty. I think that they they are so remorseful of their actions. I think they were just truly being themselves, which I'm not saying that it's right. She obviously probably misread the situation or Carolyn just wants a bag. I don't know, but I, yeah, I just feel bad for a little bit of
0: all of the above.
1: Yeah. No victim
0: shaming, but I think Carolyn does want a bag.
1: We've all been in situations, right? Where, you know, you get drinking, you're having a good time and, you know, I don't know, whatever you touch somebody, you know, I mean, right. We've all been where we think like, Oh, it's all good and fun. You don't really know how the other person's going to interpret it. Or maybe in that moment, they kind of interpret it, you know, a little flirty, but then later they feel violent. It's hard. It's really hard. I want to give Brandy a hug. I got to go find her here in Hollywood and, um, Maybe I'll do a feed video with her. Um,
0: I mean, you maybe, get you get your bag too, girl. Yeah, always. Right. Uh,
1: wait, I do want to ask you: Do you have more inside scoop about Candy and Michael Darby's two million dollar lawsuit? Michael Darby alleged that Candy Gal ruined, you know, his reputation in the DMV. He's a builder. I've uh, been a long time developer there. And uh, Mr. Darby, the lawsuit thrown out. So they obviously did not feel oh, that there was gosh. enough evidence. I'm sure they probably argued, her attorneys probably argued, dude, you put yourself on reality TV. You're a public figure. You're in I mean, dis-
0: defamation is so hard to prove. I mean, me you're saying.
1: You know, I mean, me saying
0: that like Messi messy G Gorgasita and Josefina Gorgasita have another lawsuit against them and, you know, why are they always being sued and they're shady business people, you know, the Gorgasitas, don't get into business with the shady Gorgasitas. That's not defamation. So everybody, back your asshole up. The saying that I am a Heather McDonald and I listen to all the comments that are made about me out there. And I th- slip into people's GMs when they say bad things about me and say, I'm watching you and I'm listening.
1: Oh, when can it, we, Heather, okay, go on. I want to ask you about that. When Heather
0: McDonald and the rat, the rat that scurries, that is Tam. She loves Gouda. She loves Gouda cheese. And she's in the court of getting some when they're on Heather's podcast with Shannon and they say, you know, Jim jimbalino's trampoline park closed down because people die on the premises that is a defamation suit it is an actual fact that you are stating and if someone did not die and the business is hurt because of that that is a defamation suit saying Which the saying the borgas are fucking shady so saying michael darby sucks a huge dick every night which that is not a definition. We can say Michael sucks a dick, we can say he takes it in the ass, we can say a lot of things here. Whether it is true or not, how is that definition? Is, first of all, is I mean is sucking dick bad? Is being I mean is this a anti-gay thing here? Like how is that bad? And then how does that hurt you in the community? Now I know people hate the gays. You guys hate the gays. The world hates the gays. They hate the Jews they hate the gays. They hate a lot of other people too, but this world is prejudice, girl. Let me tell you something. Um, I don't, but the world does. So I guess Michael's trying to say that being gay and sucking a dick is not acceptable in the conservative halls of uh, the DC, but that is not defamation, okay? Saying that, I don't know, saying something about that Australian restaurant that he had, And making it very specific and then having actual business lost, that we might talk about. But no, and Candace is so shady. She's like, I would like to thank my lawyers for giving Michael Darby exactly, or, or, you know, for giving him exactly what he deserves from me nothing.
1: That was a good line.
0: Shady candy gal. So, no, I mean, this is, of course, it is thrown out. Defamation is so hard to prove. We have free speech here. Anyone that wants to come after me and try to sue me for defamation, I will ruin you. I will counter sue you and ruin you. People know not to come near me and fuck with me. Um, so it doesn't, I mean, okay, it's not about you, David. Um, it doesn't shock me that this is, but Candy Gal is really enjoying herself on this one. She is really enjoying herself. Justice has prevailed. You gave him, I mean, Candy Gal has, she's taken her lap, Miss Candy Gal.
1: Well, here's the thing. Why do you think Mr. Darby? Mr. Darby is a smart man. I have met Mr. Darby on several occasions. Mr. Darby has done my live podcast show in D.C. Oh. Very fun. Very fun to be around. Now, do you think Mr. Darby knew he wasn't going to win, but this was just a ploy? Because, you know, we, we say this on our show, and you are a lawyer, and I mean no offense, but the lawyers always win. Women, They win in the criminal cases, unless you're broke, and then you get court-appointed. They always win because the lawyers always get the most money. Divorce lawyer, they always do. So do you think this was just a ploy by Mr. Darby to go, you know what, I know I'm not going to win this, but if I can drain her a 50K for what she's done to Ashley and the things she said to me, you know, it's worth it to, to toy with the candy gal a bit.
0: Or Possibly, do you think Mr. Yeah.
1: Darby really, like, it, it hates the rumors that he's allegedly gay?
0: I mean, I think all of the above. I think he got his panties in a bunch and got a little upset at the rumors. I think, you know, I told you my friend, Troy Forkey, who I'm friends with, he's the one who stood up at BravoCon and said, I fucked around with Michael Darby. So, I mean, this is a friend of mine who swears this is true and I have no reason not to believe him. He's given me details. So I do think Michael dabbles and dibbles, you know, Brandy dabbled and dibbled with Denise I think Michael dabbles with dips more than I think Kyle and Morgan are getting down with each other, to be honest with you. So I think Mr. Dar- all of the above with Mr. Darby, all of the above.
1: Interesting. All right. Well, um, all right, my love. Uh loving you and leaving.
0: There's there's project. there's a lot going on, guys.
1: There is. There is. Boy, we you mentioned. You're when
0: you say people are we do when you say people are tired of watching the inauthenticity of rony or rhoa or rhop with J- jizzy Jizz and robin who is not talking about juan you know who is authentic us because we say whatever fucking comes to our goddamn minds and feel at the time so
1: Wait, can you can you mention the tea? Good. I love it. Did you pop up on Reddit this week for um a post about does Heather McDonald intimidate the gays? And that first of all is an, condo That is really- an
0: old post oh, that okay. somebody sent to me. After I revealed Latin, they were talking about just they said there's two examples, what she did to Justin Martindale and what she did to David Yontem. Someone sent me this is like, you know you're on Reddit. I'm like, I'm all over Reddit. People fucking hate me on Reddit. I don't sit there and hate fucking everybody
1: read who can it's like exactly.
0: but apparently someone listened to my show last year when I got listened there's no coincidences in the world. I know how these things work. I said something about Heather, which wasn't even that nasty, but I implied like, oh, please. And the day after I said that, because the rumor is Heather listens and scurries wherever there is a little nugget about her online. The day after I said something like this about her on my show, I get, it had nothing to do with me arriving in LA last year when I decided to split my time between New York and the Hamptons in LA. It was that I was in LA, but it was the day after I said something like, oh, Heather McDonald, please, thirsty, or something like that. The day after that, out of nowhere, I get my first ever DM from Heather that says, I heard you arrived in my city. It's something like this, I'm paraphrasing. I can find it and read the exact thing. It says, I heard you arrived. I heard you arrived in my city. Too bad, you know, it's it's raining. I promise you it'll get better. It's not, that to me is like a strong arm of like, say what you want about me, girl, but I hear every word you say, right? It'd be like if you never spoke to someone, if you right now today for the first time ever were to say something horrible about, I don't know, Andy Kong. And out of nowhere, tomorrow, Andy Cohen slipped in the DMs and said, I'm in your hood. You know, keep up the podcasting work. Something. It's like, it's saying you heard what I said. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: I don't, I wouldn't have taken you that are, as a I, w- I look, I know you took it. But I different.
0: never talk about Heather McDonald's. Out of nowhere, I say something like,
1: thirsty.
0: And the next day you get up. Wait,
1: did she say that? She said thirsty and then she, wait, what was the first part?
0: Uh, But I'm just giving you context. I said on this show, like, oh, Heather McDonald. I don't know what I said, but trust me. Oh, okay,
1: okay, okay. It was like,
0: I said on this show, whether you or someone else, I said, oh, Heather McDonald, that one. Thirsty, like something like that, which wasn't overly nice. And then I would have nowhere. I would have nowhere. The next day I get a DM. Hi. I just heard you are here in LA for a bit. Welcome to our city. I hope you like it. Soon the rain will be over. I promise. And people in my comments, I should add the day before, were like, what's your beef with Heather? Why are you saying these things about her?
1: Oh, well, don't sorry. you think you're just this responding? Isn't... to your... yeah, but you kind of then you started it first, right?
0: Yeah, but I'm just, um,
1: look, I mean, I'm always Team David. You know, I adore you. Like, and if we, yes. you know, if, if we got a beef, you know, we're riding together. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, I first of all, I think you two would be magic together. I don't know. I why. have nothing
0: against her. I just took that as, and then I responded like, "Hey," Wait, and I said, "Did." I said, did, did Patty tell you I was here? Cause we're both friends with Patty. LOL. I'm spending my time between New York and LA. What's new with you? How's life? Oh, she responded. Everything is good. Thanks. I don't know. Okay, I well, think,
1: a, like, I think, I think. On each show? I have, no, I mean, I'm,
0: I'm not, I'm not beefing with her. I'm just saying like, I mean, Reddit thing, Sam. If I said something here today about somebody I never talked about in my life, like, say, I don't know, Justin Martindale. And then tomorrow I got a welcome to my city or welcome to our city. How it's just, it's weird to me. That's all I'm saying.
1: I'm a fame whore. I would have been like, oh my God, Heather, fabulous to meet you. You want to come on my show? Well, well, <laughs> well then I, I
0: did. I said, should we do some? Po-? I said, should I? Because now she'll. Because yeah, you will-? and I were at
1: the Polo Lounge. When you I and said, need- right. Oh, I, I said, good. should.
0: And then after she said everything is good, I said, should we do some podcasting together or lunch, My Treat Polo Lounge? Yeah, like I'm not, I'm painting myself in a certain light here. I'll be honest with everyone. No response. I just took it as a like, girl, I hear every word you say, and don't you be putting my name in your mouth. I think it's weird, Sarah. It doesn't come three months later. It comes the next day after all the comments, like after not even a lot of comments, a couple comments are like, why are you beefing with Heather? All because I said something like thirst or something. I just think it's weird. I think this was a passive aggressive, like girl, David, I hear every word you say, watch it. That's how I take it. And I will stand by that because that is Heather McDonald woke up that morning and just said, let me think about David behind the velvet rope. Bullshit. It was a passive aggressive. This is why I love Kelly Dodd. Because when I say something, I get an email, you fucking disgusting little F slur, (laughs) right? You little F slur. You are disgusting. Your voice is repulsive. You are so disgusting. Who listens to your podcast? You're pathetic. I wish you would leave the business soon. It will be over. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes your podcast. You are a loser. That's the, that's the text you get from Kelly. And I'm like, yes, welcome to New York. You're far away from the OC. This is how we do it. Great. Let's work it out. I like that better than this bullshit of like, welcome to our city. No girl, you heard what I said. You're basically saying you hear every word I say, shut my fucking mouth, keep your name. I would have preferred that. That's all.
1: Wow okay. I mean, I look I'm, I'm blocked by Heather, which is sad because I she's one of my podcast idols I adore her, but oh I did God. a video of Sarah from Texas and I said to Sarah from Texas what's your beef with Heather And apparently Heather didn't uh, appreciate the video or like I guess us mentioning it or I guess it because it involved Jeff Lewis or something And I, I love I, I think Heather's one of the greats like I absolutely love her show. She always I, I think the way she explains stuff is genius. I love the setup. She's great with the guests. Um, she's she's just she's just like a freaking OG. I love her. I, love I have her nothing
0: against. And she's very funny. I mean, I'll get to see her. Oh wife. my
1: god, she's so good. Yeah. Well, it's too bad because I've seen her have other uh podcasters. Yeah. On this and, is not. Uh,
0: this is. I am not beefing with her. I have nothing against her. I just think that was a strange coincidence. That's all. Because you
1: you and Heather are up there. I think with actual you know amazing amazing interviews. I, I've listened to. I, some of these top podcasters are the worst interviewers you've ever heard in your life. I, I cannot, I can't even believe it. But you and Heather actually are really good.
0: Thank you. Uh, now I need I, to I go. No,
1: I mean, does Jeff, jo- okay, bye, bye.
0: No, I mean, I like love you dearly. Everyone's going to be like, why'd I you cut you, it too. short, David? Um, check next time. Love okay. Heather, love everyone. I'm not beefing with podcasters because guess what? If a podcaster wants to beef with me, guess what my response is? There is no response. I will not engage. So beef with me. I have no response. I think we've seen that recently, semi, where someone's tried to beef with me, and I'm like, not engaging. Uh,
1: well, Kelly, of course, not. don't, don't Kelly, give them the.
0: Yeah, Ellie's the way to do it. Um. All right. I love you dearly.
1: Bye, watch Love you.
0: Bye. Yeah.